Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey folks, welcome to Wednesday night. It's good to be back with you. Didn't have it last week. We actually were in person last week, and uh, on the first Wednesday of every month we do that. We have dinner and and then have service. So if you haven't been here before, do that sometime to look at the calendar and say this is first Wednesday. I know Living Word is having their first Wednesday service. <clears throat> I was prompted to bring up a message or a message that I spoke on before about how many of you know God wants you prosperous? In fact, you ought to just say that to yourself. God wants me prosperous in every area. And and uh, we have to recognize that he's not taking any every good thing every perfect thing comes down from the father of lights and there is no shadow of or, or variableness of uh, uh, change you know he does he isn't going to change he's always wanted us prosperous and so we have to know that and and uh, one of the key scriptures that we we always use is in third uh, John uh, verse 2 uh, John the, the revelator is writing this beloved I pray that you prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. And uh, it's important. We'll go back. I'm going to read some more of that in a few minutes. But how many of you know we have a part to play? Everything has been that Jesus uh, finished on the cross. He, when he said it is finished, everything to do with the redemption and, and redeeming our uh, lost self, <laughs> uh, he's already paid that price. And we know how to get saved, according to Romans 10, verses 9 and 10, is that we believe in our hearts and, and that God has raised Jesus from the dead and confess with our mouth. That's a paraphrase, but that's what we do. And we, we uh, appropriate everything that God has for us by believing and by re believing and then saying and receiving it. Amen? So we have to do something. We have to be a part of that. But one of the things, a change... Change is a way of life in the kingdom of God. We, he doesn't want us to stay in status quo. How many of you know he knows far more than we even know? <laughs> and we don't want to stay at our first revelation of him. We want to move from glory to glory and faith to faith. But uh, it's, it's a, a command that we change. Over in Genesis, uh, God created us in his image and likeness. Ability to change and choose. How we live, we live by our choices, don't we? And then the Bible says we can change to be more and more like Christ. Paul said we are to imitate him as he imitate, imitated Christ. We're to be copies like him. Amen? But in Romans 12, 2, <clears throat> Paul's writing to Christians, and he says this, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> he says this in the Amplified, do not be conformed to this world or this age. In other words, the age we're living in fashioned after and adapted to its eternal superficial customs. Hey, listen, we don't want to go the way of the world. We're in the world, but we shouldn't be of it. That's what scripture says. But be transformed. <clears throat> Transformation means be changed by the entire renewal of your mind. It, it doesn't say just a part of your mind. Well, I got this little part over here where I go to church and and, and, and when I'm at church, I act that way. And when I'm over here, I act this way. No, he wants us to be uh, changed by the entire renewal of our mind. Uh, 
by its new ideas and its new attitude. How many of you know we're supposed to have a good attitude, a godly attitude, a, a positive Christian godly attitude that's birthed out of the, the Word of God and the truth of God, and its new attitude that we may prove for yourselves. Now, we need to prove something for ourselves. Every Christian must begin to understand that God loves us and wants us to be prosperous in every area of our life. And so, so that we may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable, perfect will of God. Every Christian needs to know what the will of God is for their life. Well, we can't, we can't know that without knowing his word because the will of God is in his word. And it goes on to say, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. It's perfect, good and acceptable and perfect. My goodness. How many of you know that is so, so like God in it? Every good gift, every perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights. And there's no variableness or shadow of turning. So he's not going to turn away from him. But in, in, in the note in here, let me find this real quick. I hadn't turned to it. I was reading off my, <clears throat> off my phone. In the, but in the note in, in this, uh, oh, the Spirit Life Bible has this note that follows that. Conformed, it says, don't be conformed, refers to conforming oneself to the outer, outer fashion or outward appearance accompanying oneself to a model or pattern. But it goes on to where it describes, in this word, it describes those concern, conforming themselves to worldly lust, even apparent or superficial conformity to the present world system or any accommodation to it, its ways would be fatal to the Christian life. We don't want to live the way the world lives, amen? We want to live like God wants us to live, to live like God here upon the earth. And we must be transformed. This is an ongoing thing. This isn't, well, I, I, I learned a little and now I know it all. No, we'll never get to that point. <laughs> we, we won't get to that point. And even when we get to heaven, I believe there's going to be new realities and new things to, to uh, witness and, and, and uh, have imparted into our uh, life, even in, in heaven. Now, to live in God's will on earth, we must be transformed by the renewing of your mind, living on your own terms. Where's God? Well, live on your own terms. <laughs> you are on your own to the degree that you allow God in your life. Is there a degree that he can work in your life? In other words, you give a little bit of room in your life for him. That's basically, that's all he can have. That's all you allow him to have. And I like, I like the part that uh, he's a uh, you know we're free moral agents we we can say no to God and we can say yes to God that's how we, we can't even get born again until we do that now if you're not renewing your mind to walk with God every day don't expect to see God every day amen this is a daily a daily being born again does not guarantee that we're going to be successful on earth to experience blessings from day to day must continually renew our minds. Now listen, I wrote this down. Sad thing. Boarding in people who don't walk in what God has has for them on earth and will find out in heaven what they could have had. I don't want to wait till heaven to find out what God said I could have right here on this in this life. First of all, first of all, one of the greatest things we can have is his presence. Because in his presence, there's fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. 
and and when he's when you have his presence you have everything you need to accomplish in life so we have choices we can live uh, um, by them with either good or bad now in third john 2 i told you we're going to read a little more of this third john 2 says brethren i wish above all things that you prosper and be in health even as your spirit prospers or your or your soul prospers well Guess what? Your soul's made up your what? Your mind, your will, your emotions. And, and you have to know that all three of these are important. But the most important one is your mind and your will because your emotions are controlled by that. How many of you know that uh, people, people get upset? You can, be, you can be in church and, and, oh, I love you, Jesus, and I praise you, Jesus, and and, you, uh, and walk out in the parking lot and for you halfway to your car, somebody said something you don't like and your emotions flare up and you're all, uh, you're all mad, upset, right? Well, this happens, this happens more frequently than we know, but we have to know that God wants our emotions in check. He wants our will in check. He wants our mind in check. And I, I always say your will is probably the, the, the most dominant, should be the most dominant thing because if you will to do something, you can do it. People say, well, I can't. Yes, you can if you will. Amen. You can know this Bible as well as some of the, uh, the great teachers around if you'll get in the Bible. Well, uh, you know, say, I, I, I just, th things don't work out for me. You know, well, you're already in that line of them not working out for you. How about if you just going to say, Lord, I want to know your will and I'm going to read your word and you're going to begin to reveal things to me about what, it, what you have for me. Let's read that again now. Beloved, I pray that you prosper in all things and be in health even as your soul prospers. The, the, uh, John, the oldest apostle, apostle of love, amazing man who wrote the, the book of Revelation says, you will prosper as your soul prospers. Now listen to what it says. Prosperity is a result. It is clear that God wants his children to prosper. How can anyone deny that? However, prosperity should not be the end of its, in itself. It ought to be the result of a quality of life, commitment, dedication, and an action that is in line with God's word. In this text, the word prosper uh, literally means, in the Greek, means to help on the road or succeed in, in reaching. It clearly implies that divine prosperity is not a momentary passing phenomenon, but it is an ongoing progressive state of success and well-being. It's ongoing. God wants you to prosper and be uh, successful in all that you do. Now, I'll, I'll finish up some more here in a minute with this, but the key is to, uh, it's your soul prospers. Look what, look what uh, over in, uh, <clears throat> well, let's do this first, Matthew 12, 35. It says this, Matthew 12, 35 says, A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good things. What's our part? To bring forth good things. How do we do that? Out of the treasure of our heart and out of our mouth. That's how we got born again in the first place, right? We'll bring forth, uh, and out of the evil treasure, we'll bring forth evil things. Your soul's going to prosper, <laughs> Everywhere you go, it can prosper in your marriage, uh, with your children, with your job, and wherever you're at, with relationships, you get better in everything as your soul prospers. 
So that's why it has to be ongoing every day. You got to get in the presence of the Lord and read His Word and and, and get instructions and and uh, sometimes correction. I mean, even though God chastens those or corrects those He loves, well, if He's not correcting you, maybe you're not close enough to get to correction, or maybe you're not receiving correction. We all need that. But over in over in uh, Psalm 1, you know this scripture, I just came to me a minute ago, I didn't have this written down. But it says, blessed is the man, or blessed is the man and woman, person, who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Now that's talking about when he said uh, over there in Romans, don't be conformed to this world. Don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. We get so caught up in what's going on in the world. Listen, this world is not your answer. If you don't know that by now, but we can get so caught up in it, our whole thought pattern is up on, well, they're doing this and they're doing that. Well, they, they've always been, there's always been, uh, 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 oh, what I want to say, um, the devil has always been against Christianity. So he's always going to have people that are against Christianity, against you, amen? But that's not what we're to do. Nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But here it is. But his delight is in the, law of the Lord or his thoughts are in the and in his law he meditates when day and night we're to think about these things think on these things he will keep thee in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon thee for you trust in him in other words you trust God amen so we have to keep our minds stayed upon him oh well I can't do that all the time yes you can you can think about the things of God. Read something and meditate on that and say, Lord, I thank you. When you begin to read, he's your healer, you know, because by his stripes we've been healed. You ever think about that? By his stripes I've been healed. Well, you may be going through something right then, but you begin to uh, uh, think on those things, put that in your mind. Thank you, Lord, that you're my financial provider. Everywhere I go, I, my finances are coming. Money comes to me to pay my bills and pay off my bills and, and to give into the kingdom. That's really what he wants. He wants to build a successful so he can give into the kingdom. goes on to say, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season. In other words, it's planted there. If it's a dry time, the drought's going through, it's, that tree is still going to be drawing from that river. And you're drawing from the the one that gave us the river of life, God himself, amen? And then it goes all say, whose leaf also shall not wither. In other words, you're not going to shrivel up and die. You're not going to shrivel up and not have enough. And whatsoever he does, shall what? Prosper. Whatsoever he does shall prosper. What? When you put your mind upon the word of God, when you think about the word of God, when you get it in your mind and in your heart and in your mouth, it becomes, becomes a reality. Because God wants us prosperous. You ought to go around saying, that, thank you, Lord. <laughs> your will is I prosper in all areas of my life. Well, it's not going good. This, no, but I thank you, Lord. That, that, that's got to change because you want it to change. You, you cause us to prosper in all areas and we'll be successful. Amen? John 17, 17 says, Sanctify them by your word. Your word is truth. God's word is truth. You know, I, I've heard it say, well, you don't understand. I got this going on in my life. Okay, you got facts in your life, but truth always, always trumps facts. His word is always the last, should be the last thing we go to, or the first thing we go to, but the last thing we stand on. Stand on that word, even when things aren't going well. 
uh, let me see where I want to go with this. Amen. Well, there, you know the story. I, I just, uh, uh, well, let me read this. Luke 4, 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. So we're to walk in the truth. Our soul will prosper as we're walking in truth. Uh, John 8, 31 and 32, Jesus, the master, says this. If you abide in my word, and this is amplified, continually obeying my teachings and living in accordance with them, then you are truly my disciples. Disciples, of, it comes from that uh, uh, disciplined one. It's a person that's a disciplined person. And you will know what? The truth, and the truth will set you free from the penalty of sin. But it'll also set you free in areas that he's blessed us with. You've got to know God wants us blessed in all things and prosper in all things. Now, how to get free? We abide in the word of God. One who lives and abides and focuses on God's word is truly a disciple. The soul that pr prospers in truth prospers in all things. And you might say, well, why am I not prospering? Have you, have you taken a spiritual checkup? Are you doing what God asks you to do? Are you in the Word, meditating on those things, speaking those things out of your mouth? Amen? Uh, you know, uh, faith is, uh, rises up in your heart. Speak it out of your mouth. Don't be embarrassed. Do it. Do it at your house. Do it wherever. By yourself, which is a, obviously a better time because anybody can do it in a and, you know, sometimes in church and we can praise the Lord and say something that the pastor says, well, say this now, we can do that. But how about you say what God says? God, I thank you that I'm prosperous and, and, and walk in health in all areas of my life. My soul is prospering tonight. Amen. I had another story, but I'm not going to read it right now. <laughs> it was about the, the uh, prodigal son. You, ought, you should go over there and read that for yourself. The prodigal son over in Luke 15. It's, I'll just paraphrase a little bit. This was a young man that had it all. Had everything had everything that God could give or the father could give him. He lived on a beautiful spread there and they had every, all kinds of material things. But he wanted his. He knew a better way. How many, time, how many of you know sometimes we can know a better way than God? Which is not true. <laughs> and we go our own way, don't we? Well, he said, give me my inheritance and I'm going to go my own way. Well, he went, got out there on his own and in, in the world, and the world ate his lunch. And, and so then the father looked for him. I, I believe that father looked for him every day. My son is that's gone, but he's going to return. I'm believing that. Some of you got family members that don't serve God, even close family members. Say, Lord, I thank you. This might be the day that they'll, that they'll surrender themselves to the Lord Jesus Christ. Might be today, today. Amen? But anyway, he comes to himself when he's eaten in the pig pen. <laughs> and he says, I got to get back to the father's house. But you know what? When he came back to the father's house, the father didn't, didn't beat him up. Didn't, didn't say, well, you're a terrible son. I don't want anything to do with you. No, he, he didn't do that at all. He said, go kill the fatted calf. Give me the robe and a ring and, and I'll put those on, his, on him. My, my son who was dead, when you're wandering out there in the world, you're dead to what God has for you. You know that? But my son who was dead is now alive. Man, that's so, that tells you that the heart of God. When, when a sinner repents, when a backslider comes back, he doesn't hold it against it. He has great things for us, and he wants us to prosper. Now, 
What was that young man doing? He was living according to the flesh. And those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. That's Romans 8, 5, and 6. To be carnally minded or fleshly minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. How did the son end up in the, the, the poor and feeding the pigs? He had a carnal mind. He had terrible thinking. And so, and lost his mind, really, for a time. You ever think about that? I've lost my mind for a while. I couldn't think right. I'm confused. I was going my own way. God always has a better way for us. Thought he knew better than the father. Ended up in a pig pen. And if you're not renewing your mind and walk with, walking with the Lord, you're, got, you know, you're not going to have what God wants for you. What happens to a brother and sister so-and-so who went crazy? They got their mind off the things of God. They, they, they went the wrong way. They made wrong choices. We all have choices to make. What's your choice tonight? Are you going to get in the Word of God, begin to change your mind on what He says about you, and begin to, begin to say it with your mouth? The carnal mind uh, separates you from God's uh, uh, God, and you'll make foolish choices. Now, what would help you change your mind? Oh, right thinking. Your soul prospers. That's what, as as uh, you know, as your um, thinking on the right things, thinking on God's word. Over in uh, over in uh, Proverbs twenty three seven, it says, "As a man or a person thinks, so are they." How, what do you think about yourself? Do you think about what somebody's told you that uh, uh, you know about you'll never make it? Your things aren't going to work out for you. Or if you said, "No, God says, this is what He says." that I might prosper and be in health. That he, that if I keep my mind stayed upon him and begin to say what he says about me, then I can walk and, and be prosperous. I'll be like that tree planted by the rivers of water. I'll be strong, my leaf isn't gonna wither. I ain't gonna doubt young. You got to talk right, you got to speak right. Now, if you don't speak right, you're gonna have the wrong things in your life. Secondly, your soul prospers with right choices. What's your choices today? What are you choosing rather than God? Uh, Deuteronomy 30, 19 says, life and death, blessings and cursings. Uh, this is what God lays out for you. But he says this, choose life. Choices do matter. Life, death, prosperity, uh, poverty, health, sickness, joy, depression. What are you going to have? you got to make a choice. And you got to begin to agree with God. And agreement comes by not only, well, I think I believe that, believing and speaking, believing and speaking, believing and speaking, believing and speaking. Got to do that. Got to begin to say what he says. Amen? Amen. As you do that, God wants you to live a prosperous life, and you will begin to see prosperity come to your life in every area of your life. I'm not just talking about money. We know, this isn't about money, although money can come to you. Uh, you're, but why, why, would, why do we want more money? so we can be more of a blessing to the kingdom of God. Amen? So we need to know these things. And, and I believe as we do that, God will help us in every area of our life to go and do what he wants us to do, be a blessing to others, and, and, uh, and, and uh, see the kingdom of God grow. That's what he wants. He wants souls in the kingdom, but that takes, that takes the right kind of people leading other people to the kingdom. Amen? So, and that's you and me. So let's... Let's get busy. Let's get our minds stayed on the right things so we can have a prosperous soul. 
and we can do the work that God has called us to do. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you that you wish above all things that we prosper and be in health. John said that under an unction of the Holy Spirit, so that means you said it to him. So, Lord, I thank you that that's your will for us, not to be messed up down and out all our lives, but up and going and doing what you've called us to do. And as we do that, you prosper us in every area of our life, and we just thank you for it. Pray for everyone in the sound of my voice. We'll take heart to what they're saying and doing in their life and to make the right choices that they might live a prosperous life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's good to be with you, and I'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.